0: Yeah, we do this for fun, son. Been a long time, and I shouldn't have left you without a. Don't no beat the to step too. Oh yeah, been so long. He's been gone. So please show me what it is that you wanna see. Oh yeah, the man's right here. Yeah, the man's right here. Yeah so long he's been gone so please show me what it is that you want to see the man's right here yeah the man's right here yeah your boy is back to kick it we can talk a little smack we'll get a little of this and that but not too much because I love the Lord and I'm the kind to make him buzz but it's not shame. If it's true so if it hits you with the woo wop dude, just sit right there and eat your food it's better to stay cool and learn like a fool
1: coming in anyway, so I hope you're decent, because I got something for you. Yo, to all the saints, sinners, winners, losers, contenders, pretenders, lovers, haters, friends, enemies, and frenemies, I don't know what you're doing or what time it is, where you're at, but great day in the morning to you. Regardless of what's going on and how you feel about it, this is still the day that the Lord has made. So if life nucks, you better buck. Coming to you live from a storefront church where we listen to our governor that went back into the sanctuary too soon. Some folks got sick with that good old Rona. Now we back at home on Facebook Live, hoping we got a good connection at the house. This is your main man, your favorite rev. I love the Lord, but I still have a thing for shade. So if you catch me throwing something, so I can stay saved. It's better for you to be shaded than to be dead red. I've been called everything but a child of God, a.k.a. Slim Pickens, a.k.a. Russell Flexbrook, a.k.a. The Flash, a.k.a. Swank Sinai. A.K.A. The Son of Thunder But my mama named me Ken and my daddy gave me grace Welcome to 27 Sundays with Ken Grace, the international local (laughs) Let not your heart be troubled nor the children be mocked This is a ministry Your grandmama just might not be too pleased with it Because we're talking about things that maybe you shouldn't talk about on Sundays You can follow me on Twitter at underscore 2KGrace On IG at underscore 2k Grace. You can also read me. Not in that way, but like literally read stuff that I've written. At uh 27 Sundays.wordpress.com. And here you can actually make comments and whatnot if you got questions, comments, concerns, or prayer requests at anchor.fm backslash 27 Sundays. Also, also for 27 Sundays, I have a separate uh, Twitter for it where I'll post like episodes of uh, the podcast here. And also stuff that I've written on my blog, as well. It's so good to be with you. Let's let's dive into and and, and do some ministry here. Is that all right? But before we do that, can I just I just talk to y'all for a minute? Cause it's 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 been a while, um, and that's why this episode is called "Been So Long." Word of the mystical, you know, he held me down during my childhood a few times, but um. I have actually, um, I've had an experience. Let me tell you something. I've had an experience. I have been sick, not with that Rona, um, but I was sick. I lost a bunch of weight, um, I was losing blood, um, spent some time in the hospital, but uh, all is well. I'm not 100 yet, but I'm about 87, 88%. Um, We're going to work on that other 12, 13%. We're working on it, as a matter of fact. Um, I'm getting stronger every day. I'm gaining weight, and let me tell you something, you man. I've just really learned to like not take life for granted, and so I had enough strength, had enough energy to uh to actually come back and do this because I I was I felt like I was getting a good rhythm going here with this podcast, and I hope you guys have been enjoying it uh and whatnot. But man, it is good to be back, and it has definitely been too long. Now I did have time while I've been on the sick and shed in list. And like I literally was on the sick and shed in list at my church to kind of revamp some things. Of course, we're still calling the pod 27 Sundays and whatnot. But you know, I used to have those old little funky categories. Now we've just simplified the business down to simply music ministry, media ministry, and the good old fashioned mission ministry, you know, the music ministry, we're going to talk music because I like music. Media is going to be a, a, a conglomerate, if you will. It's probably not the right word, but I'm going to use it anyway. And whoever don't like it, well, you know what you can do. Amen. Um, but we'll be talking sports, news, just stuff that's going on. And then in the mission ministry, it's kind of going to be what the sick list used to be, where we just talk about things that are going on. Um, socially and culturally, all right. So let's dive in and do some good old music ministry first, if that's all right with y'all. So, yo, while I was out sick, well, I don't even know if sick is the right word, more like injured, because I was just in pain, I was in a lot of pain. Um, but while I was out Like there was like Three artists that I kept In rotation like heavily Um That's Solange Andre 3000 And Janelle Monet. I learned something Really cool about Janelle Monet. Um I made a playlist With all of her stuff Like every song She Every song I could find That she got I put it on title It's actually called uh, Janelle My Bell. <laughs> I know it's corny But your mama's corny Ain't good either So we're even But um you can, you can put Janelle, all of Janelle's stuff on a playlist, hit shuffle, and all of it will like effortlessly, effortlessly watch your mouth there, uh, flow together. Like it's, it's like Sis really knows who she is as an artist. She has like a consistent sound. It kind of reminds me of, and I know this is one of her influences, it kind of reminds me of Prince, like when a Prince song comes on, like you know it's Prince. Like, with Janelle Monae, like, her music, like, flows the same way. Like, when it comes on, like, you know it's her. And then you can, it doesn't really matter if you go from, if you go from one album to the next album or whatever. Like, everything's just going to flow together like it's supposed to. Um, but, yeah, I was heavily into Janelle Monae, heavily into Andre 3000, um, heavily into Solange. And I really need Andre 3000 to give me, like, some new music, something, while he running around the town, like, playing the flute and stuff like that. Um, he can drop us a couple of bars. It could even be like a little 3, four, 5 track EP. I, I just need something from it. But speaking of new music, um, some of the stuff that I've been listening to, um, I've been listening to Tiana Taylor's album called The Album, of course. And I, at first I was like, why does she call this joint The Album? Like, that's basic. But then I started listening to it. And... I realized why she called it the album because this is like finally Tiana Taylor has been putting music out for years but she's never really like at least in a lot of people's opinion she's never really like had that that one album like she's had some hot mixtapes she's had um a couple of other projects that she's dropped um she had the joint she did with Kanye that uh what was it KTSE yeah cute the same energy which is a good album but it wasn't totally her. Like it didn't feel like well, the music was her, but the concept she was doing that whole Kanye thing where he was putting out seven seven tracks with all of his artists, and I know she had more to give, and I think she was kind of unhappy with it too. We'll have to ask her one day when she's on the show. Uh, We're gonna speak that into existence. But yeah, this is this is her Mr. Holland's Opus right here. Like this is this is it for her. Like this is definitely the album. Like for her, you can put it in. And you can just run it I think she got about 22, 23 tracks on there Like she even got the hardest of thugs Vibing to this album Okay, she took her time You can tell she took her time And like really like got into it And made sure that it was her Like this is authentically Tiana Like even if she didn't want to call it the album She could have called it Tiana And like I would have been satisfied with it Another thing I'm satisfied with right now Is John Legend's album Bigger Love Listen John Legend has made himself a i said this on twitter i believe he's made him a a grown mature i's married now this is for the lovers album okay and i don't know what john been doing but john been putting in work in the studio okay john got like a uh, i'm listening i was listening to his album and he's got like a new falsetto. You know how like his voice always jumped from he sings with his chest a lot cuz he he has range but he don't have like a whole whole lot of range or whatever but he's able to like go from his chest to his falsetto like effortlessly. But he got a new falsetto like this ain't the same the same falsetto. Like this is the this is the grown man's falsetto right here. It kind of reminds me of uh I don't know if a lot of you guys used to listen to this or came up on this or not, but, like, Quartet Gospel Singers, it kind of has that vibe to it, which, on this album, you can hear, like, at least I can anyway, there's a lot of, like, Quartet music influences as far as, like, how he structured the choruses and stuff like that or whatever, so... But it's a solid album, again. It's another project that you can put in. Let it run. Um, even if you're not in love right now, or you if you're just in strong, like you can put this joint in and you can let it ride Um, some of my favorite songs on there of course I like actions Um, John got on that track and said actions speak louder than love songs and listen here some of y'all are out here you're trying to soothe uh, you know you're trying to get by On on love songs and whatnot like that, but it's really it really comes down to what you do, and and he he brought that point on home. Another joint I like on there uh, that I play a lot is this joint called Slow Cooker, and I don't know whether it's because like well you know for when I was sick, um, I lost my appetite, I wasn't eating, and um, because the issues I was having, I was kind of scared to eat or whatever. And uh, once I got well, my appetite has come back with a vengeance. And I think I like this song on John's album Slow Cooker because I like slow cooked food sometimes. But uh, I like it, the chorus he gets on there, he says, I can't help that I'm a slow cooker. And I know for me, it just kind of reminds me of like how um, in life, I've kind of always been a little bit behind everybody. It takes me a little bit longer to like get stuff done or like for stuff to kind of happen for me or whatever. But you know, John comes through and he said, well, you know what, I can't help that I'm a slow cooker. But I get done. Amen. Um, Some other stuff that's out that's really, really good as well. Um, Tank has a little project out called Work the Weight. Wale dropped uh, a project called The the Imperfect Storm. Um, And, of course, Beyonce, she dropped this single on good old Juneteenth. Like, she shocked everybody with this joint called Black Parade. Beyonce got on that track, and she said, Motherland, Motherland, drip on me. And I felt... All of my African help, okay. Um, also on title, she has an acapella version of that. And like, if you think it's hot with the music, like, just listen to her singing, you can hear the words, uh, really, really clear, clearly and stuff like that, and hear what she's talking about. Then she also has, uh, the end of this month on. Disney plus she's dropping black is king and to all you people who thought like she was done with the gift you know when she dropped the gift or whatever and I was like well it didn't get much play, it didn't do nothing I knew Beyonce wasn't done with that y'all know she ain't ever finished with nothing you know she would stretch a project out for for, for two to three years um like she's been doing so let's let's get involved in that on July 31st this is he the 30th or the 31st or whatever something else that I found Um, And I don't even know how I stumbled upon it I was just searching for stuff or whatever There's this guy called Breeland And he has an EP called Breeland Literally He got a single on there called My Truck Um, The best way to describe Breeland is And I know a lot of you guys haven't listened to him That's why I'm telling you about him Um, His music is kind of like The evolution of Old Town Road If you will um, he's a good rapper though. He is a good rapper, but it's like the evolution, evolution, if evolution, excuse me, Jesus, of uh, Old Town Road. Like if if Lil Nas X had kept going in that vein of Old Town Road, that's what his EP sounds like. Um, it's really really cool. It's like country meets rap, country meets rap or whatever, and it's just a solid project. And then my girl Megan The Stallion, she dropped a single called Girlhood. Ish. I'm not going to say that because I don't know the S word Because I don't know who's listening And uh, I don't want nobody running telling my pastor that I was on my podcast cussing I'll do that once I start getting paid for it, amen But um, she dropped this joint called Megan the Stallion I was so upset with my phone the other day Because um, I had a gospel joint playing I think it was like some Kirk Franklin It was a James Hall joint It was a James Hall joint um, Anybody that knows me knows when it comes to gospel music I love James Hall and worship and praise and the voice of the Citadel, like loving the pieces. So it was playing this joint. Matter of fact, I remember now it's called Nothing But The Blood. Nothing But The Blood. And as soon as Nothing But The Blood finished, my good old phone shuffled from Nothing But The Blood to Girlhood-ish. And um, while I was a little ashamed, I, I got down with it and did what needed you know, to be done. I rode with it. Speaking of Girlhood stuff, by the way and then we're going to move on out of mu- the uh, good old music ministry. The City Girls dropped an album, and um, let me just say this about the City Girls. <laughs> the City Girls, they're like their own genre of rap. And I know people are like, well, it's female rap. Yeah, it is, but it's like its own genre. It's this weird version of like female empowerment, because they really are in like control of their badge. I hope I can say that and it'd be okay. Like, and they're using it to their benefit. Like they they literally get on albums and they teach women how to scam. And I just think that is the greatest thing. And even if you're not like a girl, like even if for me as a man, like I can listen to this and be like, you know what? I might can try some of this stuff just in life in general. So if you need some fun hood stuff to listen to. Get into that City Girls album. Like I said, it's 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 their own genre of music. Nobody else is really making music like that. Then one last thing, and then we're going to move on to this good old media ministry. I'm going to check out Pop Smoke's new album. It's called uh, Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon. I hope I got that right. Yeah, Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon. I'm going to check him out. I've never really... I probably have heard like a couple of singles is, his But I've never like actually checked out an album uh, So hopefully next time I talk to you guys Which it better be next week Because I got to get back into the swing of things And I appreciate y'all being patient for me Patient with me, excuse me um, with that. But I'm going to check out his album And I'm going to report back to you guys And let you know what my findings are Alright In the meantime, let's slip on over here To the media ministry And see what these cats up there are talking about Alright Talking about okay, what the folks that talk about stuff, what they talking about that's what we're gonna be doing in the media ministry. Okay, um, number letter A Kanye West is running for president. Now, listen, I know that people feel a way about Kanye, um, and people probably feel a way about how I feel about Kanye because I do actually enjoy his music, I'm not always pleased with some of the things that he says, says, excuse me, or some of the things that he's done. But I do enjoy his music, and I know that's kind of conflicting because people are like, well, you can't, excuse me, separate the artist from the music. But, you know, when I was going through, (laughs) when I was going through a bad breakup one time, 808s and heartbreaks really held me down. Like, Kanye's albums have kind of always parallel my life and i don't know what that says about me as a person um, to people who don't like kanye but like you know i lived college dropout i lived 808s and heartbreak i lived late registration i've had a beautiful dark twisted fantasy i understand the life of pablo um i'm not bipolar but i've had a few incidences you know whatever i've had a ease of season okay um You know, so he's kind of always kind of been there um, for me in that way. Um, And so that's why I'm always kind of conflicted with him. And so now I'm in conflict again because he's decided that he's going to run for president. Now, we already have enough going on. Um, You got 45 in office. And then there are a lot of people who are not happy with Joe Biden. Um, but they're probably going to vote for him anyway because, you know, we're in this thing where it's kind of, for some people, the lesser of two evils. I don't have any beef with um, with Joe Biden, per se. Um, it's just that these guys are old. These guys are, these guys are old. And um, one of the things I've realized about Joe Biden is that you know when he was vice president we call him uncle joe and stuff and we felt like he was like that ride or die for barack obama like the stuff that barack obama couldn't do like yeah joe do it or whatever like yeah, he's that guy or whatever but now that he's like the main guy it's like yeah joe you know what do you know you know but we're gonna roll with you anyway because we don't have a choice or whatever also i was kind of team kamala harris um, oh, like I was really digging that, and I don't know if she's gonna be his VP pick or not, but you know, it would be cool. On the flip side of that, like, kind of need Kamala to hang out in that Senate to make sure things go the way it needs to go. So, it, it, you know, it could go either way, but the point I'm, I'm supposed to be talking about is Kanye running for president. People, this is very, very important. Um, and for those of you who are like diehard Kanye fans, I encourage you not to vote for Kanye, okay? We have two candidates that are running that are the presumptive representatives for their respective parties, although one of them is less respect- respective than the other, no tea, no shade. But um, the Republicans, they have Donald Trump, the Democrats, uh, the presumptive nominee is Joe Biden. I understand that Kanye probably would run as independent and you do have that right to to go out there and vote for him. But I don't need Joe Biden losing votes because you went in there and you voted for Kanye. And now Donald Trump has a chance to steal this election again. You guys do remember that in 2016 that there were there were thousands of people. Who actually wrote in Harambe, the, the Dead Gorilla? They wrote in Harambe for president. Um, and I ain't had no beef with Harambe. I enjoy the Young Thug song called Harambe. I need to go back and listen to that. But come on now, let's let's get this thing together. We have two candidates. We don't want one. You may not necessarily like the other one, but it's a lot better than what's currently sitting up there. Don't allow yourself to be divided. There's enough divisiveness going on. I love when I get the chance to say divisiveness. but There's enough divisiveness, and I've screwed it up, Uh, going on where you do not need to be distracted by a third, fourth, fifth, or whoever candidate. Don't go in there voting for Kanye. Don't go in there voting for Harambe. Do not go in there voting for... um, Elizabeth Warren, or I love her, but Kamala Harris, don't go in there doing that stuff. You vote for the two candidates that are on that ballot, preferably one over the other. Amen? All right. Let's talk about a person that I do like, though. um Bomani Jones. Listen, when I was coming up, I watched a lot of ESPN, of course. And uh, Stuart Scott was like my favorite analyst favorite analyst like he kind of is the reason that i'm so into sports he was the reason that i wanted to work for espn one day he's the reason that um he influences kind of the way that i talk so to speak because he showed me that as a brother i can you know i can be both smart and cool at the same time like it's okay and he also showed me that i can blend um my slang with my proper speech. Or whatever I don't always have to code switch Which in this era We really shouldn't be code switching Like just get these white people Give it to them the way they need to see it Okay um, But, but Monty Jones has become like He's, he's kind of replaced Stuart Scott In that way for me And there's no really like Replacement for Stuart Scott But he is a living being God bless Stuart Scott um, He's someone that I can actually look at um, and said like you know what I like this guy He's a good role model for me He's a good mentor Like he's somebody that I, I kind of want to pattern myself after He's recently signed like an extension uh, With ESPN So you're going to be seeing and hearing a lot more from him And they're going to be paying him a lot more too um, He has a podcast called Um he's one of the reasons I started my podcast He has a podcast called Excuse me The Right Time If you haven't checked it out check it out one of the things I like about Bomani Jones is like um and even if you're like not into sports or whatever he's very well rounded like there's not a subject that you can't bring up to him that he's not able to talk about um and it's interesting because like um one of the things like people don't know about him is like He's really into college football But he doesn't talk about it that much But he's like an encyclopedia for college football But he can sit down with you And he can talk about books, music, um, politics Like he's very, very uh, well-rounded So if you like If if you're looking for somebody If you're a brother And you're looking for somebody to look up to But Monty Jones is that dude And he went to an HBCU uh, He went to Clark like Atlanta So he knows how to find a way to make one Alright um, Another person I like Cam Newton And I know people are like What you like Cam Newton for I like Cam Newton Because Cam Newton is Cam Newton And what you see Is what you get it, It's not always going to be pretty um, Sometimes it's going to be Dressed funny Ankles might be a little ashy But he's coming to you As he is uh, As he was The Patriots signed him And I prophesied this Months ago um, I told the peoples That Cam Newton Was going to end up as a New England Patriot People thought I was crazy No way Cam Newton is going to New England And I kept telling them yes he is Because Tom Brady is no longer there And they want to bring somebody in Who may not necessarily be Tom Brady uh, But can do they They need a name And Jared Stidham He might be a nice guy He might have a great arm as they keep saying But he is not a household name. He might not even be a bathroom name, okay? Uh, so they brought in Cam Newton. Now, the deal is ridiculous. It's a one-year deal for $7.5 million. Richard Sherman chairman of the uh, San Francisco 49ers has had a lot to say about it because there are a lot of uh, less-deserving um, players who will be getting paid more than Cam Newton. And... I like Cam Newton, but I'm kind of conflicted about this deal of his because it's just so New England. And I've had beef with New England for the last couple of years um, because my beef is a little different with New England than other people's. My beef with them is that their name is the Patriots. And with all the stuff going on in our country, it's just really hard to feel patriotic, if you will. So for me, like the Patriots represent... And then there's that whole thing with them, the Patriot way, like the way that they do things or whatever. Um, but they represent for me like things that, <laughs> and I'm sure like individually, they're nice people, but as an organization, um, as far as their name is concerned, they represent to me like everything that is wrong with our country. Like, yes, they win a lot of games. But they've also gotten in trouble for like things like Deflate Gate, where they were accused of like deflating the balls. Um, the day that they signed Cam Newton, um, that same day they got fined and lost draft picks for uh, for spying on the Cincinnati Bengals, who were like some of the biggest losers that you'll ever see in life. Um, we'll see how they do this season. But they're just always doing something, and it seems like they're always getting by. And for me, that is the Patriot way when it comes to. America, so I'm always in conflict with New England. And I'm gonna be a because I'm gonna root for Cam. Don't don't get me wrong. If it's a black QB, I You have my utmost of support. But the rest of them, I'm just like, eh, I don't know how this gonna work. So we're gonna be seeing what they doing on CBS if there's even a football season. All right. Um, speaking of football, we don't really know if there's even gonna be a season. Well, I think they know there's gonna be a season. I'm not quite so. Sure about that one, they got a lot of players testing positive, and I know people be like, Well, it's not that many in comparison. They've cut the uh, preseason down to two games. I'm wondering about how these guys were trying to make the team like, How are you going to do that in two games? Um, because you know, we got to see you in some live action or whatever. Um, the Redskins are being asked to change their name, and of course, they've been asked the Washington Redskins, they've been asked to change their name. For years now, as, that's quite disrespectful. Um, them and the Cleveland Indians, I know people uh, like, like blah, 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 not deleting that. We're gonna keep going. They like to look at the Atlanta Braves as well. Um, and I'll talk about that in a second, but um, the Redskins are being asked once again to change their name. As a matter of fact, they've got sponsors actually saying that they're not going to. Um, support them if they don't change the name and so what they've decided to do is to take a quote unquote hard look at it it's under review which means that um, they're going to look at it see if there's a way for them to uh, legitimize the use of the word "redskin," and see if they can keep it interesting thing though is if they change their name what do they change it to because What is Washington known for other than politicians, bad decisions, and publicists? Okay? Um, Now, I have a suggestion. I do have a suggestion. Um, If they want to keep that whole little moniker going, they can actually take the Atlanta Braves name. Okay? They have to do a name swap here Um, because this is America and they are in quote-unquote, the nation's capital. And so what they can do is they can ask the Atlanta Braves, and this is all right, but it can be done. They can ask the Atlanta Braves, that, hey, can we borrow you all's uh, nickname? They can change the name to the Washington Braves. Now listen, you're saying, well, why the Braves? Okay, well, if you want to keep it political or whatever because the baseball team is the Washington Nationals then they've got the uh, I believe they got the Washington Senators over there if they change their name to the Braves switch their colors up and start rocking red like everybody else up there um and you got the Washington Wizards of course which they just kind of doing their own thing or whatever but you do need some wizardry when you're working in politics or whatever if you open, you need wizardry if you in the D.C. area period but anyway they change their name to the Brave and they can, Braves or whatever and they can play off the That whole home of the free and the brave thing or whatever they can play off of that. And then what the Braves will have to do in turn, um, since we have the Hawks and the Falcons, they can just find them another bird um, and they can roll with that. It ain't like we don't want any Super Bowls uh, being the Falcons anyway. So maybe while they out here changing uniforms, we can change nicknames too and maybe see if we can actually win a Super Bowl or have a winning season with a loaded squad uh like we should always be doing since our squad is loaded or whatever. Weird idea, not gonna happen, but I'm just throwing it out there. If y'all decide to use it, I do need my cut. Um, I do need my cut of that. Okay. Um, that that idea is not free. Okay. Um still sticking with football. Morehouse college has decided to actually cancel their football season the one of the i think they're like the second school uh to do so and i kind of felt like division two football was going to be hit harder um by this whole pandemic than everyone else specifically hbcu's hbcu football is really really important to their athletic departments because that's where the bulk of the money is made you talk to most athletic directors at their HBCUs, they're not really making a whole lot of money off of basketball, volleyball, baseball, if they got it. Football is that cash cap. Um, So, and it helps keep them, a lot of these athletic departments, they're already operating in the red. The football at least gets them somewhere close to the black. Okay, so that's kind of a big deal. I'm wondering what they're going to do about these guys' eligibility. The other interesting thing about this too is that more, um, Morehouse plays in the SIAC conference, and the SIAC is actually talking about canceling fall sports like football as well, so that's going to be interesting. Um, A lot of homecomings and classics have been canceled already, and what I find weird about that is you're canceling games that are probably going to be played like in September or late September, October, uh, even November. Uh, with these homecomings and classics, but you ain't saying nothing about week one. Like it's, it's July and football season usually starts in college. Anyway, that last week of August slash that first week in September. And with the way this pandemic is going, especially if you live in like Florida or Texas, it's highly unlikely that you're going to be playing your first couple of games. Unless we like severely get this pandemic, uh, under control um speaking of control the NBA is coming back and the way they're trying to do their thing as far as control goes they're doing a bubble situation we got 22 teams coming the season supposed to start uh, July 30th 31st one of them days why do people in the south side boy? I just caught myself I said July and I don't know why we don't say July instead of we say July but anyway that random but anyway nba is coming back um i'm still rolling with the lakers out of the west and i'm gonna go out on a limb and say that the toronto raptors are gonna get the opportunity to defend their title and uh i know people like the celtics and the sixers and um the bucks or whatever but the raptors have been sneaky good all year um this little situation that the NBA got with this 22-team this setup or whatever, it's the perfect situation for the uh, for the Toronto Raptors um, to get back in and defend their title. I don't expect them to win it all or whatever, but, but they could. But um, I'm expecting, I wouldn't be surprised in the way if I saw a Lakers-Raptors final. Right, especially with it being like on neutral, you know, on a neutral court, anything is possible. I'm also excited to see what kind of shape LeBron James is in. You know, he he's like the off-season workout slash take care of my body king. So I'm really interested to see like what he's going to look like and how how he's gonna uh, handle himself with the way these games and whatnot are, are are set up. And then with him not being able to actually go home and like use his stuff that he uses to rejuvenate his body like with all these machines and stuff like that so that's going to be really interesting um to see as well i have stayed a little too long hanging out upstairs in the media room so we're gonna slide back downstairs and see what's going on with the mission ministry all right time to do a little mission ministry. And this is just in the mission ministry. We're going to reach out and see who we can help or bring aware of what situations we can bring awareness to. Um, I'm going to start off by saying that we need to arrest the people, the cops who shot Breonna Taylor. Her murderers are still out on the loose. They have not been arrested and I saw something the other day that really kind of ticked me off where um someone I call it a conspiracy theory but they were saying like what if the cops were right listen I don't care what's going on um and they were saying like you know she her boyfriend shot back at the police and this that and the third like or or what if what if the boyfriend is the reason that they were even going to her place in the first place? Um, place in the first place. Jesus, my joy. But either way, what they did to that young lady, it was not right. You not just bust up in somebody's home and start shooting. Like, figure out what's going on first. Like, that's the least they could have done. And then if something popped up, then you can pop off. But in the meantime, in the in-between time, arrest the cops. Who murdered Breonna Taylor? Like I don't, I don't understand why this can't happen. All right. Another thing I don't understand, but is these Karens out here? And I got a message for you, Karen. I'm, I'm prophesying this to you, okay? Um, as this is 27 Sundays and we, and we, we love the Lord. But um, Karen, if you are a Karen or Bill that I call male Karens, Beard A uh, Bill, excuse me. If you're a Karen or a Bill, listen. This is very, very important. Um, and I know it's not like a lot of Karens that listen to my podcast, okay? But if you're out there or if you know a Karen, tell Karen that Ken said if they don't stop their mess, hands are coming. What's going to start happening is when you Karens confront people about, you know, your rights or what, what you think they should be doing, This, that, and the third And you pick your phone up And you start calling the police and whatnot. People are going to These incidents with these Karens They're going to stop being recorded Because the people that you're doing them to They're going to start putting their hands on you You Karens This woman that pulled that gun out I I need to get the full uh, scope of that situation Because something in the milk Don't quite seem clean to me with that As to why that woman would pull that gun out Um the the car accident part of it doesn't add up to me. So I need to see the full thing. But she had no business pulling a gun on anybody who's not armed, okay? But uh you Karens, I'm telling you, hands are coming. If you if you all don't stop your mess. Bill, hands are coming. This stuff is gonna stop being recorded because these people are gonna be too busy wailing on your head. So if you are Karen or Bill. Learn how to mind your business, okay? Mind the business that pays you. And if you don't have any business that pays you, you get your job. Okay? Because the way y'all been carrying on, this is ridiculous. You out here hollering about your civil rights, but you're not you're not out here acting civil. And that's not right. Okay? Um, another thing that's not right is uh is what I got here. What I got down here. Um Black apologists, this is another thing that um, I want everyone to be aware of. Um, there are going to be a lot of apologies made, okay? And like I was telling you with John Legend, he has the song about actions where actions speak, speak louder than love songs. There are going to be a lot of apologies made to black people. Um, and it's already happening as it is with them like painting. Black Lives Matter, the NFL is talking about playing Lift Every Voice and Sing. It's very important um, as black people that we stay focused on what it is that we're actually after. We don't care about you painting Black Lives Matter on the street. It's nice. It's a nice gesture, okay? Um, We don't care about you playing Lift Every Voice um, before a football game. It's a nice gesture, but it's not needed. We don't care about you changing the uh, <laughs> changing the master bedroom to the primary bedroom. We don't care about that. What we care about is justice and equality and having a fair shot at life, like just in general. Um, we care about our neighborhoods being of the same quality as your neighborhoods, okay? So all this stuff that you all are doing, um making these statements and whatnot. What we need to see is changed behavior. I need to see what when I go in the store, I'm not gonna be followed around by you know devil may care. I need to see that I'm not gonna be overlooked or left out of certain things at my job because I'm a certain color. I need to see where when, I, when you walk by me or when I walk by you, your car or whatever, you're not locking your doors or whatever. I need to see changed behavior, okay? We don't need any more apologies. You all have been sorry long enough. We need to see changed behavior, okay? Um, on a higher note, shout out to all the healthcare workers still holding it down. Um, let me just say that I spent time in the hospital and um, where I live at and I'm sure it's like this in a lot of uh, places and states and whatnot. Uh, where I live at when you're in the hospital you can't have any visitors and so like uh, the doctors and the nurses and all the other people that work in the hospital they kind of become your best friends and your, um, your family these people are under a lot of stress okay um, like I said I wasn't in there for like corona or whatever but I was sick and there are a lot of people in the hospital that you know have are suffering with the uh, coronavirus COVID-19 or whatever these people are overworked they're stressed um, some of them aren't getting days off um, some of them are not getting to to see their kids some of them are, um, are having to self quarantine or have had to self quarantine and be away from their families. Some of them have contracted uh, the coronavirus and coronavirus, excuse me. And so, uh, whoever it is that you believe in or that you're praying to, you know, just send up one every now and then for the healthcare workers in your neighborhood or whatever. If yeah, that's an opportunity for you to do a nice gesture, um, you do that as well. Okay. Um, also, also, also. Um, we reaching out to the protesters over here in the mission ministry. Listen, y'all keep doing y'all thing out there. Um, one of the things I've been pleased with um, and, and surprised with is uh, while a lot of people who... Um, I don't want to say this. A lot of people who actually attend church or are devout Christians, they may not be actually out in the streets protesting at the level that some of these protests were going at. But a lot of churches have been very supportive of uh the protests um even (laughs) even with some of the destruction of property a lot of them have been very understanding um and supportive of it i know i can speak for myself and say that i have not minded uh some of the actions that the protesters have done um and i just encourage them to keep going you stay safe wear your mask um and um, those of you who are support, and even if you can't like hit the streets up or whatever, there are many ways for you to support. You can, you can send somebody some bail money. Um, you you can send masks, like you can send supplies, whatever it is that they need um, when they're out there fight. Cause they're, you know, they're fighting for us. I wasn't able to, um, you know, protest in that manner just because of my health. Or whatever, but if I could have, I would have been out there Um, You know what I'm saying Even now, like um, Even now, like, it's kind of dying down It's very, very important While all these nice gestures are being made Towards black people That the protests continue Until things change The way that they need to change There has to be a shift taking place uh, That takes place, okay Um, Speaking of things that need to take place this is very very important. Okay. This is very very important. This is this is very important to the mission ministry on on tonight. And by the way, I hate to hear that phrase in church on tonight or on today. It's so on wrong. Okay? But um this is very very important. Wear your mask. Wear a mask. All right? Listen, I know it's uncomfortable. At my job, I have to wear one the entire time that I, I'm there. And let me tell you something, my big old little ears be on fire by hour number four or whatever. But if you're going into a place of business, um, you're going to shop, whatever it is you're going to do, please, please wear a mask. I know people, they got these theories that it doesn't work, this, that, and the third. But studies have shown that it does help if you wear a mask. And people say they're not selfish and whatnot. Um, you know, they give you the shirt off of the back, and this thing there. We don't need that. We need you to wear a mask, okay? It's not so much so for you; it is for you, but it's also for your neighbor, okay? It's for your neighbor, and if you love the Lord, <laughs> you Christian out here, you know that we're supposed to uh, love our neighbor as we love ourselves, okay? We're supposed to do unto others as we would have them to do unto you, and so if these scientists telling us that wearing a mask um, helps contain the virus and helps stop the spread of it um, then put the mask on, like you only gonna be in the store 10, 15 20 minutes, maybe an hour if you like a browser like my mom or whatever but put the mask on and just wear it, help stop the spread okay, wear a mask wear a mask please okay, um Speaking of people wearing masks, I want to And I'm closing with this, okay Um, Last thing that We discussed in the mission ministry um, Was Churches with The word international In their name, I have A serious beef With this, okay, I don't understand uh, Why you have international And I'm going to talk about church stuff from time to time Because, well You know, I'm a church boy and That's kind of one of the things with 27 Sundays. We we talk about Jesus in church and stuff like that, okay? Um, In in church culture or whatever. And um, I don't understand why you have international in your name and there's nothing international about you. Just because you put up a few flags from a few countries up in your church does not mean that you are international. Uh if you don't have a location <laughs> in an international spot, IE overseas or in a spot that's not in the area that you are in, you do not need to have international in your name. And I think what really bothers me about these churches that usually have international in their name, they're usually storefront churches. And I ain't got no beef with storefront churches or whatever. Either the storefront churches I just burped I thing. Or they don't have a lot of members. It might be like anywhere from 5 to 20. And you up here talking about international. Um, you talking about going global. Beloved, you barely going local. Barely going local. Just stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. And it's probably not even going to be rivers or lakes. It's probably just going to be a river or a lake that you're used to. Okay. Take that international at your name. Please take it out. And take the flags out while you at it. Cause we don't need to see that either. Okay? So if you know somebody that's attending the church with international in their name, <laughs> tell them to tell whoever, name the church that way. To change the name of the church. From just just call it the church. We don't need all this extra stuff, okay? It's enough stuff going on inside the church you to be adding to it on the outside by putting international in your name and like I said you're barely All (laughs) alright please for the love of God and all things that are still good about the church take that mess out okay speaking of taking things out because I probably have made some Christian mad at this point um, I'm going to take myself out and I'm, I'm going to dismiss myself from this place, but never from your presence because you can always reach me, um, like I said, on Twitter at underscore 2K Grace. You can reach me on Instagram at uh, underscore 2K Grace. You can read me at 27Sundays.wordpress.com. I need you to go ahead and buy the site. I don't know why I'm not doing that. And you can also hit me up on Anchor if you got a question, comment, concern, or prayer request. And I'm serious about that. I'm very serious about that. Uh, at anchor.fm backslash, uh, forward slash, whatever, you know what slash it is. Uh, 27 Sundays. Um, children, this has been another exalted experience. But alas indeed it's time for the grace and the benediction. In other words, we finna go. Let us pray. Dear Lord. Let everybody mind their business. Amen. This has been 27 Sundays with Ken Grace, the international local. Uh, Try Christ, not people. And remember, if you don't want to have to sit in the shade, then don't get under
0: the tree. We out.